All right, good morning, everybody. Um, it's time now for us to get into the Word of God. Let's just, before we do anything, let's just pray, commit ourselves to the Lord and uh, to, the, to the reading of the Word of God, okay? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. It is a privilege that we are living in a country where the, we are not hindered in any way to understand and to read your Word publicly and to preach the Word of God freely. We will not take it for granted. We are so thankful, Lord. And now we ask you, Father, that you will uh, pour out your Spirit into our hearts and touch everything that we are so that, Lord, we will be able to comprehend the truth that is contained in your Word. Bless your people, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, wow. Was, wasn't that a great service last Sunday? It was just fantastic. It was great to see everybody there, and um, uh, my wife Diane preached an amazing sermon, and uh, I, I loved it. You know, the the sermon she she talked about, you know, don't fall for the culture of trading, and uh, the culture of selling and buying the trap, and she mentioned the trap of individualism in the church, that it just get itself into self advancement and all those things. The kind of preoccupation that caused us to lose who we really are and uh, losing our very essence. So uh, in dealing with these issues, she used powerful passages from Jeremiah. Jeremiah, one of them is Jeremiah 29. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was amazing. And uh, the essence of, of that passage is like the call for God, uh, from God for us to immerse ourselves into the corporate identity of the city by serving it, you know, and uh, while still maintaining who we are. So it was, it was powerful how we are to immerse ourselves in the community, into the city. And, uh, and it's, it's sort of like, okay, how do we you can, you know, we probably might ask the question, how do we immerse ourselves ourselves into the identity of the city without losing who we are? How does that work? Well, the only way I can describe that is by, uh, you know, bringing, you know, by reading this, or uh, reciting the scripture where Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, he said, you are the salt of of the earth. It's a simple statement. Just from that statement itself, it describes that when you think about salt, salt is not meant to be sitting there on a table and that's it. Salt is meant to be poured, to be immersed into a dish. And when you pour salt into the dish, the salt doesn't lose, doesn't lose its essence. If anything, the salt flavors the dish. And I think that's, I think if I can describe it like that, it makes sense. In other words, God's people are meant to be immersed into the city and yet not losing our identity. If anything, we impact the city by our flavor. It's actually, it's another subject that I would love to talk to, to uh, at some point. What is the flavor of God's people? We'll talk about it. That's, that's, that's the Sermon on the Mount on another time. So uh, 
so we are meant to uh, flavor our surrounding. So, but here's the thing. Our understanding of who we are and our awareness of who we are is very, very important to retain our flavor and so that we will not fall into this trap of trading. Now, the Greek word of church, the word church in the Greek word is ecclesia. Now, ecclesia is, is, a, is an interesting word because it's a compound word in that it's made of two words, two base, uh, basic words. Ek, which means out of or from, and ecclesia is a, is a, is a word from a verb, the, the uh, verb kaleo. Now, I'm not talking about uh, an Australian singer. This is a verb. Kaleo means call. Yeah? So to call someone is kaleo. So ecclesia, so the meaning of ecclesia is to be called out. Yeah. We are called out by God from somewhere. Out of something. Okay? The called out one. Okay? That's what ecclesia is. So uh, this idea of being called out, it goes all the way. The origin of, a, the origin of, of this uh, uh, truth about being called out goes all the way back to Genesis, the call of the call of Abraham in Genesis chapter 12. Yeah, I'm just going to read it here where it, in Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 it says, Now the Lord said to Abram, at that, mo at that time his name was Abram and then it was changed to Abraham. So God said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation I will bless you and make you make your name great so that you will be a blessing I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you I will curse and in you the families of the earth shall be blessed right there you can underline that verse 3 in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So you can see the, here, right here, that Abraham was called out, out of his country, out of his kindred, out of his father's house. He is called out to be separated. Now, let me, let me clarify this. The call of the believers, more than to be called out of, not just that, but is to be, to be separated, not just from the world, but actually more than anything, is to be separated for the Lord, to be separated for His purpose. And that's why God called him out, because God wants him to be a blessing to the world. In verse 3, like we read before, so that all the families of the earth will, will be blessed. And that's exactly what Jeremiah commanded the, uh, the, uh, the children of Israel, while they were in exile, Jeremiah said, pray for the city, so for the city to be blessed, because in its being, blessing, being blessed, you will also be blessed. So that is the call of us as believers. Okay? Now here's the thing. The mark of the 
people who are called out is God's blessing. And that blessing is meant to flow from us into other people. I'll say it again. The mark of the called out people is God's blessing. The blessing that is meant to flow out of us, from us, and touch other people. Now, the story of Abraham, let's just go through the story of Abraham a little bit. Okay, the story of Abraham, when he was called by God, there's another guy called Lot. He's Abraham's nephew. He went with Abraham. As, as I read these uh, this narratives of Abraham, Lot was in the journey or on the journey, not because he was called, he was just tagging along Abraham. Okay? And uh, if, if, you, if you read the story, he wasn't called, he was just... And yet, at the same time, you read in the book of Genesis, especially Genesis chapter 13, he was also blessed, not because he was called, but because he was with Abraham, who was called. And he, in a way, leveraged from Abraham's blessing. So the point I'm, I want to make here, okay, with churches as people who are called out, there will be people who just tag along. And they might be blessed also at the same time because they are part of the people who are being called out, who respond to the call of God. And my point is, is this. Being in the church, it's not enough just to, to tag along with what's going on in the church. You need, to have a, you need to have a sense. We all need to have a sense of call of God in our lives and value it and treasure it. I am a called out one for God. Yeah, we will experience blessing and all those things like Lord. Yeah, but that's not enough. Now, here's the, here's, here's the thing, right? If God's blessing is the result of us being called, then I would leave my life pursue the call of God, not the blessing of God. Because the blessing is just the result of me being called. And I want to encourage all of us, member lifers, live a life with a sense of call and pursue the call of God. Not the blessing, the call of God. Because out of the call of God comes the blessing of God. Now, I want to I now discuss this whole thing about those who are called and those who are tag, tag along, okay? Big difference. It will always be in any church organization, there are people who just come, and that's okay. Sometimes if, if you begin, if that's where you start because you heard about the church or the music or the preaching and you just tag along, that's fine. But at some point, you have to shift from the, no, I'm not just here just tagging along. I'm here because God's called me here, okay? And pursue that call. Whatever that call, you, you know, it's from the Lord. Now, because as I read the story, somehow God somehow has a way of separating those who are called to those who just tag along. Let's look at, if you read in Genesis chapter chapter uh, 13, 
Genesis chapter 13. These two, Abraham and Lot, they were traveling along. They were all blessed and all the, they went through situations, but generally they were, they, they were blessed. Together they were blessed. And in uh, chapter 13, it got to the point, contentions happened between, between Abraham and Lot because both of them grew in their wealth and contention happened between Abraham's uh, herdsmen to, uh, and, and Lot's herdsmen. So in uh, verse, uh, chapter 13, verse 8, then Abraham said to Lot, Abraham said to Lot, listen, let there be no strife between you and me and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen. How nice of Abraham. And in verse 9, chapter 13, verse 9, Abraham said to Lot, Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. And I want you to listen to this. This is what Abraham said. If you take the left, then I will go to the right. If you take to the right, then I will go to the left. And verse 10, let's read it. And Lot lifted up his eyes and saw the Jordan Valley was well watered everywhere like the garden of the Lord. So he chose that land, that part of the land. In other words, he chose the best part of the land. Well, let's just pause on this, right? Abraham was the one with the call, with the promise. And it is within his right to be the first one to make the choice. Which part of the land that he would love, love to be his, that should be his. You notice he gave preference to Lot. Now you choose first. Abraham didn't fight for his right. Hey, the promise is mine. God's the one who called me. So let me choose first. Because it is my right. Instead, being so secure in the call of God, he led Lot to choose first. And obviously, when you read, Lot chose the best part of the land. So it seems. It is possible. <laughs> Abraham probably thinking in his, in, 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 in his head or in his heart, maybe he was thinking, listen, because he is so secure with the call of God. Maybe he was thinking, listen, you could have the best part of the land. You have the land. I have the covenant. I have it all. You have the best part of the land. I have the call. I have it all. That's more than enough for me. That's how it's supposed to be for us as God's people. It's not the blessings, it's what matters. It's like we have the call, we have it all. I love that. That's all we need. So you can have all you want in the world, but if, you, if all I have is the call of God, I've got it all. Just think about that. Let's live our life 
as people who live our lives because we know we are called by God. Yeah. And uh, I want to, I want to, I want to give give this 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 thought. I mean, I love what what Paul said in First uh, uh, Thessalonians five. This is for people who understand that they are called. This is what Paul said. He who calls is faithful, and he will do it. In other words, as the people who are called, we don't have to strive. We don't have to, like like Dyer was saying last week, we are preoccupied with self-advancement and all those things. No, no, no. We can focus on being a blessing to other people. You know why? Because God who calls us, He will do it. He's faithful to do it. More than ever before, I want to finish, you know, this, is, this is not a long sermon, but I want to finish with this. More than ever before, now is the time to know who we really are and why we are here. Let's not be people who just tag along like Lot, but people who know that they are called, that we are called, because God has a way of separating those people. And we've experienced this in the, in the church. After being, being, after pastoring a church, we've been in ministry for 40 years, but more than anything, like when you pastor people, you watch people, you know, people come, people go. And, you know, some people, if anything, some people, <laughs> some people, they don't have the sense of call, but they were driven. Now that's tragic. Yeah. If we just take along, like I said, we'll still experience the blessing. But to last the journey, we need to know who we really are, who we truly are as people who are called by God. This last scripture I'd like to, to say, this is what Paul said. In first, uh, Second Timothy chapter one verse twelve, he said, "I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me." I'll read it again. I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Where are you now? Are you, do you believe you are called? That's enough. Let's pursue the call of God in our lives. God bless you. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, the world is so messed up. Everybody is pursuing whatever they're pursuing, Lord Jesus. We want to pursue one thing, Lord. Even now, Lord, if, if there are people, that's fine, Lord Jesus, you know, even you make room for that. People who might just come to church because of their friend, because of their relationship, because of, you know, whatever reason it is, Lord Jesus, but this moment now, I pray that you will explode in, 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 in their hearts, Lord. 
that sense of being called by you. Yes, Lord. What it means to be called by you. I'm here not just by some accidents or whatever, but because I'm here because God wants me to be here. He has called me. Because that is what the church is. Being called out, separated for you and for your purpose. Bless your people, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.